50th birthday this week what is your favorite jennifer lopez movie song and or music video shade um why is wait wh- i don't know i just felt like saying it um i like misappropriated okay, terms okay. like the homosexuals do uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite jennifer lopez movie is monster in law with jane fonda okay that's mine as well so we share that I have to answer the rest. Yes, you um, do. My favorite Jennifer Lopez video will probably have to be well. Both of the songs that come to mind, she still uh, "Get Right" is between "Get Right" or "If You Have My Love." Dope. Those are both very dope videos. Yeah, and both songs that she stole. Well, I don't know about Get Right. <laughs> well, I don't know if Get Right was just a demo and then she ended up with it. But I remember Shantae Moore telling the story of If You Have My Love um, because Shantae Moore has a song. I think it's called If I Gave Love, something like that. And like the melody is I like pretty so. much the same. But yeah, one of those two videos. Probably Get Right. Okay, all right. Uh, I was going to say Get Right's definitely my favorite music video, but my favorite song is... Um, it's called Loving You, and that's on This Is Me Then. My favorite Jennifer Lopez song is Tens. Tens? Yes. Oh, that's on um, AKA, right? Yes. I gotta check that out again, because I only listened to that album probably once when it came out. It's the best song. When you're voguing fam, 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 just to get those tens, 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 you're the creme de la creme, creme, creme. I want you to stop. So I am. Clap, bitches, clap. Clap, bitches, are... clap. Clap, what are J-Lo stands called? Lavon, Ebony, Icon, Infinity, Khan, <laughs> Chanel, Balenciaga, Prodigy, Ninja, La Beja, Milan, Omni, Mizrahi, Extravaganza, Garcon, Mugler. Look at me, look at me, look at me, bitch. Look at me, look at me, look at me, bitch. M to the I to the motherfucking Z. You can't help but look at me. This I'm turned bitch. into a Jennifer Lopez stand podcast. Uh, oh, that's taking a little bit too far off the deep end, friend. <laughs> I just love that song us... because it's super duper gay. I actually, I, I don't even recall it. I remember this, like I said, I listened to it once and um, I just don't remember um, enjoying much off of it. But she really hasn't given me an album that I enjoyed since um, Rebirth, which had Get Right on it. But um. You know, that's that. But happy birthday to uh, queen, superstar, entertainer, Miss Jennifer Lopez. Feliz cumpleaños. Yes, look at you. All right, bilingual realness. Un poquito, Pavi. All right, well, <laughs> that being said, welcome back to another episode of House of Hughes. From the House of Emancipation, I'm Frankie. From the House of St. Savage, I'm Huey. <laughs> How are we doing, Huey? I am good. I am great. Um, how are you? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing way better for those that are, you know, following us. We weren't, uh, you know, we didn't give you guys an episode last week due to my sickness. I wasn't feeling 100%. But Frankie we're been back kissing the nice little boys in Connecticut. I mean, I wish. I wish, but that's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> no, I just happened to got. I just happened to get sick in the summertime, which almost never happens. So, you know, I blame it on the Mercury retrograde. Uh, I don't think. I don't think that's a. a, a th- it is. It is now. Um, anything can happen during retrograde, and we're we're st- we're stuck think... here for another what seven days, I think. Yeah, just a week. But I don't think yeah. Mercury does nothing with no illnesses and sicknesses. I think he was just kissing the nasty little boys. Um, what we're not going to talk about is our personal life, unless you want me to read you. <laughs> I am an open book. Oh, re- okay. Yeah, you, you sure are open, all right. Um, Perfect Spirits <laughs> is going to... The cast of Pose for their six Emmy nominations. I'm excited for them. I hope Billy Porter gets it. Um, yeah, I don't know if you watched last night's episode. Um, yes, um, it was amazing. Uh, I was in my bag. You know, there were tears as always. I've been crying at a lot of shit lately, and it's kind of upsetting me. I was watching Ayala crying. Pose, well, Pose always if you cry. Any Ayala. But I've been more sensitive to stuff lately. Me too. I think this. I mean, I'm always a marshmallow. This me opening up and you know allowing myself to feel and express emotions and stuff. There's that word again. Opening up. Gagorific. Okay. Vomitious. I just rather not deal with these shenanigans. Well, all right, that's good. I mean, you know, sounds like there's a lot of growth, a lot of um, you know. I mean, a lot of when your therapist said decisions. you don't got to come back, you know, I I got an appointment in three weeks, I think, or four, three or four weeks, and we ain't even putting another one on the books. He was just like, you know, just call me if you need something. I'm like, all right, we good. That's good. Now we can continue to have this hot girl summer. Everyone's claiming to have. Hey, um. Okay, so it's definitely not been a hot boy summer, but it has been a hot boy summer. It has, but it hasn't. So, so break that down for me, because I'm just having like it's like it's just hot, and I'm not really having a summer, but you know whatever. No, I just I feel like I have um I've been leveling up a lot lately, um coming into this this enlightened space this peaceful space um i've just been coming like growing into a really good space this summer um you know i have no complaints on the dating side of things at the moment um things are just good i feel like a dope ass bitch Okay. All right. That's and the selfies reflect it. I mean, that's that's good to know. You know, at least one of us is out here doing stuff. I decided to get back <laughs> on Tinder. 
um because they were doing this little promo for like t-mobile tuesdays where you get a month of uh, tinder gold for like a dollar oh wow so i decided to just try it my friend sent me the screenshot she was like get on it now and i was like okay and i got a chance to see all the people that uh swiped right on me when i was in dc mm-hmm. there was quite a few cuties in there um a lot of that's trade. always a, a fun feature um a lot of trade I enjoyed scrolling through that as well. And then I got off Tinder and then I got back on and then I got back off. So now I'm off. I actually deleted my whole account. Uh, oh, oh. You know, I, I stepped out on faith. Well, um, I mean. So if this if this current match does not work, then uh, I guess I'll be back on it. But so far, so good. That's good. I mean, you know, we're gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna enjoy ourselves. That's what this summer is all about, right? And I am enjoying my black ass self. That's great. That's great to know. <laughs> shout out right, to so, my Pose family. Yes. Uh, so just bringing it back on on top. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's Pose. move on. Let's move on to our music butts. What's what you been listening to? Um, everything. Um, uh, I was going to say Bigger by Beyonce from the Lion King, the Gift album. <laughs> oh man, I love that whole thing. I mean, there's, I think there's probably one song on there that I don't care too much for, and it's the one with uh, Jesse Reyes. Scar? It's just not my favorite. I think because I'm oh, just the other. My- I, I know I know I know you love you love a ballad you love a slow moment I just I no, that so shit get turned and crunk real quick <laughs> it's just it's just not my favorite but thankfully you know you can just make your own little playlist of things and there's a whole bunch of other songs on that album that I stand <sighs> for keys to the kingdom already um, writing just... on scar and in in conjunction with the character is no white angels just albinos i don't know why <laughs> that's just like uh but the whole album was great the writing on it and the production on it was great uh Giselle did her goddamn thing but bigger is a, it's a moment wow what a moment <laughs> what a moment yes yes and we'll we'll, we'll get a into moment the that line is most pleasing to me in my career Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I'll so we'll get into that. that later on, later on in the episode. But uh um, what you've been listening to? <laughs> yeah. I mean I've been listening to the uh you know, the Lion King, the gift as well. Um, but a song that I did want to highlight is a song off of Jaden Jaden's new project. Mm. And it's a song with him and Willow called Summertime in Paris. I still need to listen to that. I thought I listened you listened to Willow's voice was really good. Yeah, I thought you told me. I thought you told me you listened to it. I said I planned on listening to it. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, no, but that's a really, really dope song. I thought they sounded really good together. Um, I didn't, I didn't know. Like, I mean, I knew Jaden was, you know, an artist. I knew Willow did her thing, but I didn't even know she was uh, releasing an album. And I gotta check that out as well. But um, but this little duet that they have on this album is really, really dope. It sounds kind of like it's like a mix of alternative rap but also sounds like something like 
I want to say like Fort Minor or like a Lincoln Park. It, it's a, it's a dope ass song. So you know, check that out when you guys get a chance. You like black kids doing fun things. Yes, we we celebrate both of them. <laughs> so all right, let's this week we're just gonna jump right into the the timeline and it's going to be a little bit of a journey. So starting things off, Lil Nas X has officially tied with One Sweet Day and Desap- ah, I can't even pronounce that right. Despacito for the longest running number one song in Billboard history. I forgot Despacito even existed. Um, A lot of people did, which is why usually people don't bring it up when they talk about the record. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I we kind of touched on this before. I don't have anything against Old Town Road or Lil Nas X. The song is dope. He is just he just seems like he's a joy. I have issue with it tying with One Sweet Day because the standards and the methods of consumption are so different that I don't think right, it's right. fair to include them in the same realms like i said i feel like one sweet day and the songs from pre-streaming should exist um in its own thing and then streaming on should exist in its other um just for consistency purposes it doesn't i feel like like i said before i feel like it it lowers the value of these things when you have them all in the same pot when they were charting under different circumstances. But again, congrats to him. I'm happy. I'm excited to have a gay black man holding that record. That's awesome. And I am proud. Right. right. So that a gay said, black rapper think... at that. <laughs> right. Right. Ha. I mean, I mean, we know they're out there, but that's a whole nother story. Um, and out gay black. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Maybe one day we'll get into that, but oh, Jesus. Um, I just hope it opens the doors for, other out gay rappers um because there's a lot of them dope ones out there um right right it's so many of them so i just hope that um it it helps put a lot of them in the in the forefront um because right i mean compared to what's out now they would body they would body bryant would body medina green would body like these niggas were body half of these double XL freshman class niggas. Right. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Put my <laughs> niggas in the front. Bring them all up. Yes. So that being said, do you think he's going to break the record? I don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't like... be surprised if he did. Yeah, I think at this point, everyone's just kind of like on pins and needles, especially like some of the stands that I follow. They're like, you need to stream that Billie Eilish song or or have, you know, stream some song. So it, goes, it jumps to number one um, because they just they don't want him to be Mariah's record. But I'm at a point where I'm like, I like like you said, I don't care, but it's going to be dope if he does. You know, like this isn't, you know, I'm I'm just happy that it's not a fucking Taylor Swift song. I'm happy you said it, so I don't have to. Why? Wait, why can't you say it? <laughs> I just didn't want to. I already compared it to freaking American Horror Story. I mean, oh man. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
stream Old Town Road because I'm going to. Um, and I like I love his EP anyway, so I'm just gonna keep listening to it. And if he breaks the record, then who knows? Maybe he'll invite some fans out to have a pizza party or something. That sounds very on brand. <laughs> that fucking Chuck E. Cheese or some shit. Just something hilariously stupid. Well, that's a good. Can segue. he even Speaking drink alcohol? Of, I think he's twenty. Actually, let's let's Google real quick. I'm pretty sure he's twenty or twenty one. I don't know why. It's, I feel like he's eighteen. He is twenty. Uh, almost there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's celebrating in whatever ways he knows how. He's um, singing about sure weed on the album, so regardless. so he's gonna get just super turned when he when he beats this record. It's funny, like um, I feel like Tanache was Tanache was definitely under twenty one singing about liquor, and it's really? uh, it's fun. Yeah, what? How old is Tanache? I feel like when Two One came out, Tanache was underage. No. Okay, so Tanache is twenty six. Two One came out what, like five years ago? Um, Two One came out in two thousand fourteen. Yay! So she probably was just twenty one. <laughs> just turning twenty one. Let's see. When was Two One released? It was released January twenty first. So by the time and I think she's a February Aquarius. Yes. So by the time the song got big or whatever, she was old enough to get turned in the club legally. <laughs> when she made the song. Yes. <laughs> and others from the mixtapes. Well, you know. She's isn't she from California? Uh don't start me to lie. Yeah, it says she moved to Los Angeles as a child to, you know start her career in entertainment but um you know shout out to her i want her to make more music i love tanache she's one of my faves yes so uh moving on to something not so exciting there is a new trailer for the cats movie which if anybody remembers cats it's a broadway musical and it looks terrible um Jennifer Memories Hudson. all alone in the moonlight <laughs> and you and you and you you're gonna love me. No, no, that's not what this has given us at all. I will say that um it looks like great technology. I'm not going to lie, it actually made me intrigued in what the hell the story is about, because I never knew. I just knew that that one song, and it was about cats, and I don't even like cats. So, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm allergic. They make my face break out, and ugh. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> funny story. I've so, never seen... I've never seen uh, Cats the musical. I've only... I remember back in the day, this was probably like 99 or 2000 i remember seeing the trailer for the broadway musical as a kid and mm-hmm. thinking like this i remember thinking like this is the weirdest shit i've ever seen in my life what is going on and you know never really paid much attention to it after that so i did i never even knew that this was in the in the in the works i never knew that this was actually happening until i saw the trailer i was like what the fuck is this i knew it um, was happening because i remember when they announced jennifer hudson was going to be in it and taylor swift was going to be in it um 
Blade Twins is actually going to be in it, and Jason Derulo. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw Jason. I saw Jason Derulo. I saw Idris Elba, um, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other people in it. I didn't see um, Blade Twins, but I but, don't know um, how to feel about this weird CGI thing that's like okay. going on because it's, I'm fucking it with it. So... I actually am. It looks creepy as hell, but I'm fucking with it. I might actually movie, go see yeah. this movie. I will see this if I am under the influence of an herbal substance. <laughs> That's probably the best way to see it. Yeah, because um, I'm definitely not going to see it if I'm drunk. If I'm drunk seeing that, I'm going to be pissed off and be like, <laughs> let's, let's go somewhere else. Let's go stream The Lion King The Gift. <laughs> but no, it looks like it, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm going to go see it probably... And I always say that and never go see the movies. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, now you're, you know, you're in these streets, so you might, you, you have an excuse to go see it with somebody and then laugh about it if it's terrible. Uh, I can think of things that I would rather be doing than seeing a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> a few of them, actually. Quite a few of them. That's fine, I guess. Several. But- oh man so if you guys check out this trailer it's on youtube it has more dislikes or like thumbs down than likes i'm sure i'm sure it has like has like seventy nine thousand uh thumbs down and like 20 uh likes or you know thumbs up or whatever it's a it's a cult classic before it's even released it has to be a record (laughs) it has to be a record how do you i mean you never know bad that it's kind of good before you even get released listen they you know i mean i doubt i doubt that they would go back and change anything but you never know what could happen apparently that's what the studios have been doing lately when they get backlash for terrible uh trailers they're just like oh we're just gonna rework on it and you know i'm sure that with that technology i'm sure that was a a pretty penny and a few of them at that Y'all gonna get this goddamn cash <laughs> You just gonna take it how it is. I mean, I know that there are like real cat stands out there. I was listening to uh two gay mats talk about it. Shout out to two gay mats. Make sure you guys check out their podcast. They are some of my favorite YouTubers and they were on What About Your Friends way back when and um they're just two little funny um uh, characters so check them out but i was listening to them talk about it and they were like yeah there are like legit crazy cat stands out in the world who are very very excited about this and some of them aren't as excited because it looks kind of creepy um ain't no kind of it looks creepy as fuck and that's part of the appeal for me (laughs) but i mean i feel like i have to go see it since we're talking about it just to you know just to have something to discuss on the podcast. And I know that if whoever, you know, sees it on the timeline is going to be, you know, Twitter's going to have the field day with it when it comes out. As it does with everything else. I mean, it wouldn't be Twitter without a field day. All right. Moving on to something that I'm a little on the fence about, but we'll just dive in. So Instagram is doing an international test in several different countries where they're hiding the number of likes on your posts so that your followers aren't able to, you know, see them. They'll just be able to see whatever it is that you post and you'll have the option to see, you know, 
separately how many people like your photo and whatever but your followers won't and i'm not exactly sure if they're doing this as well but i read somewhere that they were taking like they were removing the amount of followers that you have i mean i don't care <laughs> my thing is it doesn't matter like i don't know people we're talking about the whole like situation and it's like, they're not removing the, the function of people liking your shit. You can still see who likes and how many people likes your shit. It's just not being broadcast to the public. I don't get the big deal over why it's a big deal that they're changing it. Um, especially when the shit's free and who cares? Who cares? Well, do think, you really do you really care about how many likes a picture gets? Does see, that influence I, whether you like a picture or a video or not? It doesn't influence whether or not I choose to like a photo, but I can kind of see both sides on this just because I know that there are a lot of people out there that make money based off of, you know, these kind of analytics, you know, like if they have a lot of followers and if they get a lot of likes on their photos, obviously that means uh, advertisers or whoever, they're going to be, you know, reaching out to these people to promote their products and, you know, because they know that they have that big of a you know that big of a reach on their on their accounts so i get why it's bad for like some people because some people you know just they make money off of it but at the same time i know plenty of people who rely so much on seeing how many people like their photo to the point where it will either like make or break their day or and it'll just like ch it'll like shift their it'll shift their attitude. You know, I've, I've had a few friends tell me like, Oh, make sure you like this picture. Make sure you go like my picture. I'm like, what does it fucking matter? Like, I don't, I remember when I first downloaded Instagram, the reason why I downloaded it was because I saw Rihanna had released like a single cover on there. I think it was for like, where have you been or something? So this was a while ago. And I was like, Oh, this is so dope. I, I think this is a cool way to, you know, promote your, you know, promote your shit. If you're, especially if you're a celebrity, if you want, people to you know see whatever it is that you're promoting or whatever it, it'd be dope to just see photos or whatever so i was like okay and that was like before i even started doing photography or taking it seriously and then i started seeing people you know turning their profiles into photography accounts business accounts so I, it didn't really matter to me how many likes I got in the photo. It was just more of like, oh, this is a dope little social media strictly based on, off of photography. I mean, you know, photos in general. So I feel like we've come a long way or, we, you know, we've kind of gotten so far from that. So I think that removing the likes and removing the whole followers, you know, would kind of make it more about the actual post again and not so much like, you know, how much, how many people can like my photo and, you know, how traffic. popular do I feel? It, yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, I see both sides to it, but at the same time, it's just like, I think about the younger generation and how social media has had such a huge impact on um, on the younger generation. And I don't want people to, you know, I, I would hate for teenagers to feel like, you know, they're not cool enough or, you know, they're not, you know, like they don't belong if they don't get over 10 likes on a photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And leave these kids, not, not leave them alone, but let these kids have their struggles. It's like we, we're at that point, well, 
clearly we're at the point now where we can't really relate too much to what kids today are going through and how they experience life in the world because we experience it so much differently. And to say that they're too sensitive and all that stuff, that's really not fair. Um, A lot of people will say, well, you know, when we were growing up, we went through X, Y, and Z and this, this, and this. And it's like, yeah, a lot of that stuff fucked us up in ways that a lot of us don't want to admit. So, Listen. I mean, all all of us need therapy at this point. Like, we're all fucked up individuals. We have our parents' bullshit and our grandparents' bullshit because they passed on their unresolved shit to our parents and their parents ain't resolved that shit. Well, our parents didn't res- resolve it because it wasn't their shit to resolve. And then our parents had their own unresolved shit. So now we got our parents' unresolved shit and our grandparents' unresolved shit. And now we're having kids and we're having unresolved things. And we can't resolve our parents' shit or our grandparents' shit because it's not ours to resolve. So we're passing all that unresolved shit down to our children. No wonder these children have issues. No wonder. And now y'all keep hitting them. No wonder these children are fucked up. No wonder they sensitive, quote unquote sensitive. They dealing mean, with a lot of stuff. You're right. Most of which I mean, ain't even there to be dealing with. So right. have a little bit of compassion and, and sympathy and empathy for these kids because nine times out of 10, y'all have some unresolved ass issues that you haven't even begun to unpack new the traumatic shit from your childhood that you want these children to go through as well. Just sit back and think about it for a second. And that's all I have to say about that. Alrighty then. Um, <laughs> I mean, everything you said, I agree with 100%. And- <laughs> You know, I I get sick of that whole, you know, that whole narrative of everyone's being too sensitive because they'll call, you know, people on Twitter sensitive or call the, you know, LGBT community sensitive or whatever. And it's just like, I wish people actually took a chance to, to listen, you know, instead of just painting everything off as sensitive or whatever. It's just, to me, it, it just says that people are love to be ignorant and they love to mm-hmm. they love to like just repeat cycles you know so it's like yes. let's just you know oh if, as long as you don't talk about the issues they don't exist and that's just like so like that just never it never really made sense to me for anyone to have that mentality but the problem is a lot of you know a lot of people do and a lot of those people get into relationships they have kids and they pass those you know fucked up uh you know teachings onto them and it's just a just a vicious cycle so it is and and to have such a visceral reaction to things i hate to break it to y'all but that makes y'all sensitive too i don't know if you realize that but the way you so easily jump and have such a, a strong reaction to stuff and oh they just so sensitive the fact that your reaction is as strong as it is just shows that you're sensitive too, my love. Yeah. but Because if you weren't, all... your reaction wouldn't be what it was. You wouldn't give a fuck. You wouldn't be right. affected. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no. But we could, we could go on for days about, about that whole thing. That sounds, that sounds like an episode we might have to have a guest on for. Yeah. A, a licensed mental health person <laughs> before I fuck somebody life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that to you. You can recruit them because I'll, oh, I'll, I'll probably find somebody. 
<laughs> not her. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Yana. I'm not in the mood to do some crazy unorthodox exercise with her putting my face in dirt. Listen, say it in the hole. <laughs> you know what? This <laughs> bye. This is this is over. <laughs> it had purpose. It had a point. Oh man. Um I'm so I'm just going to move on and just leave it at that. (laughs) All right. So Lifetime announced that Wendy Williams is producing a biopic about her troubled life. And there's also going to be a documentary based on the highs and lows of her career. Yeah, we did this already. And if it's not the queen of media starring the one and only Robin Givens, I don't want it. Keep it. Keep it. (laughs) y'all teased us with that queen of media trailer thingy it looks like it's horrible but y'all teased us with that and we deserve that that movie for social media purposes we deserve that travesty for social and hey it might even have been good you never know but if it's not the movie with robin Givens starring wendy williams and that academy award-winning role i don't want it i don't want it keep the shit I want the queen oh, of media. Man. I want Robin Givens doing the drugs and sliding down the wall and then getting up and getting on the mic talking about some. I have to remember not to take a laxative before I go on the air again. I not, want that. Not sliding down the wall. <laughs> I want the Tyler Perry version of this. I don't know. I mean, Lifetime hasn't really they don't really have a great track record when it comes to biopics. We all know well, the, the Michelet we remember was Aaliyah. perfect. The Aaliyah one left us, left a scar. That was bad. Tony Braxton's horrible, horrible lip syncing. Michelet's was good. I didn't watch Tony Braxton's. Um, Whitney's I don't think was I, bad. I did see a little bit of Whitney's. Yaya did good though. Yaya was a good, but again, the lip syncing was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I think what was it? De- Deborah Cox did the the vocals for that one. Yeah, she didn't. No, Deborah Cox sang her face. She did. Keys yeah. were changed, but she sang her face. <laughs> um, and Yaya did a good job acting wise. The lip syncing was just bad. Like it was off. Right. Like you you have to lip sync with emotion. You can't just mouth the words. You have to pretend like that actual sound is coming from your throat. You have to squinch up your face and do things with your neck to make it look like you are actually singing the song. You gotta watch a few episodes of Drag Race to to you know. No, you don't because that's dramatic. That's traumatized. Watch some... Would you prefer the dramatized or would you prefer the lackluster? I was going to be shady but i'm not going to do that but (laughs) what i will say is if you youtube lip syncing performances you will find some by a lot of celebrities who do it very well to mimic their behaviors and motions and things oh yeah so that being said (laughs) bringing it back to wendy williams i will be i will be watching because i feel like this is a train wreck I want Robin Gibbons. I I don't know if you're going to get what you want, but we're definitely going to have something to talk about once it's released. Oh, we will. So, but I want Robin Gibbons. Yeah, so stay tuned she for was that. Robbed. That's coming. 
She was robbed yeah. of her Oscar or Emmy, depending on where that movie was going to be premiering at. Yeah, no. That's that was an award winning winning performance. It truly was. And all I know is those three minutes that they posted online. Have you ever seen it? I don't I, I feel like I saw a clip a long time ago. Classic in black cinema. <laughs> oh man. So Alright, let's uh let's move on to something well, this isn't really black cinema, it's more like black pop star so mel b of Mm. the spice girls scary spice uh basically the only black woman in the group she was interviewed by i think it was like bbc radio or something and they were asking her like who who's an overrated singer in the game and they were you know throwing names out there and she was pretty much saying how she loved you know almost everybody and everybody was really talented and then all of a sudden she said oh jesse J." Jesse J screams and Spice World is an amazing movie. So oh so you agree? No, when I say screams, I mean screams in a good way. Oh okay. See, here's my take. She on has some moments where it's like, girl, let's pull back a little bit. But Jesse J has an amazing voice, and Spice World Jesse... was an amazing movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna take anything away from Spice World or Jesse J because, well, let's just let let me break it down. And Jesse stop J. asking these older people to rate the people because y'all are being messy. Right. And I need somebody who is not a vocalist to stop commenting on people that are vocalists because Jessie J could sing her ass off. I don't care too much for her music and I probably will never listen to her music unless she switches things up and works with other producers. But when I watch her live, I'm like, oh, this bitch, she like... She, definitely one of the greatest of this time she just doesn't have the music to back it up and there's a ton of people i feel like you know whose music isn't as great as their talent like christina aguilera but that's jennifer hudson definitely um i mean i love me some christina songs i like a few jay hud songs but did you ever listen to the song her fantasia did i listen to that song maybe no i don't think so i think you told me to i did suggest it my therapist told me to stop telling people what to do. <laughs> Send it to me and then I'll listen because I, I, is it, is it her song or is it Fantasia song? It's her song. Okay. See, that's probably why I never checked for it. Cause the only song I listened to from J. Hud is Spotlight. It was on the same album as Spotlight. All right. Well, I'll take a look. I'll take a listen after we record. <laughs> but what you're not going to do is come for Mel B because that, uh, I tell you what, one, what you that was a powerhouse vocal performance right there. You okay? You know what? Here, <laughs> so I'm assuming that Mel B was your favorite party. Spice Girl. I'm giving you everything on the dawn. Uh, 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 uh. I mean, I. All I love me some Spice Girl songs. You is a promise you still be there. Say you Say will be there. Again, uh, on this, I swear, just promise you'll always be there. Give you everything. Who was the one that was killing the ad libs? Uh, I think it was Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice? think so um, and then there's a little ginger one who's full of useless information about matterates <laughs> these are random shoes these these are these are glasses these are random glasses 
I read somewhere that the the bus from the movie um people are people can like throw their uh bachelorette parties there now. Can't. <laughs> and I'm Victoria Malcolm who did not come back for the reunion tour. Because she has shit to do. She What does she have to do besides fuck David Beckham, which I understand because David Beckham's fine. Uninterested and unbothered. Remember when they did, they did the uh, Olympics? Yes. And they were four of them were bouncing around like Juju Bees <laughs> on Wednesday just say she just went down and hit a pose. She <laughs> Victoria Beckham is an all time mood. I love her dearly. Yes, we love the person that's saying resentment first. Sounds like vodka and cigarettes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I take it back. Victoria Beckett gave me gin and cigarettes. And then Jasmine Sullivan, she gave me Henny and Black and Mild. And then oh, okay. Beyonce gave me a nice Cabernet and a J. But you don't, you don't partake in any of those anymore. I know, but I was just comparing the the different versions of resentment to an alcohol and smoking combination. Oh, okay, okay. Because Victoria Beckham, she gave me like you know the the really kind of shallow emotion, real surface level, you know, clear liquor, gin, um, with a little bit of botanical, um, <laughs> and a cigarette. You know, just real plain, plain Jane. Jasmine Sullivan gave me something real deep and earthy she gave me a nice Hennessy neat and a black and mild a wood tip black and mild you know real flavor real 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 uh, robust and then Beyonce just gave me a nice glass of Cabernet and some premium sativa she just took it the arrangements <laughs> Beyonce on a Curtis Mayfield production. I just, uh, it's the closest I'll ever get to a Beyonce and Curtis collaboration. So I have to cherish it with all my life. Well, bringing it back to Mel B, I just, like I said, I just want people who aren't vocalists to stop publicly commenting on other vocalists because to me it just sounds like there may have been like a beef between them but i mean but isn't that what we do all the time yeah but we aren't being asked to go on bbc radio so if you were asked to go on bbc radio and they asked you the same question would you answer it or would you say I i don't have the range no if i would say i would reword it and i would say you know overrated in terms of what are we talking vocals are we talking uh you know song quality what are we talking about talent you know like i wouldn't just say somebody's overrated if they have um you know a couple of number one singles or if they have like a song that you just can't get away of i mean you can't get away from that's not really overrated to me like overrated to me is somebody who has a lot of mainstream success but doesn't have like the talent to back it up and they don't really have like great songs you know like they're just popular and everybody knows who they are so i wouldn't just i wouldn't necessarily say that jesse j is overrated i just would say i don't care too much for her music but the girl can sing her ass off you know what i mean fair but and then i get it but my biggest thing is being able to to sing well has nothing to do with 
being able to tell if somebody can sing well. Because right. one involves actual skill and technique in your throat. And then the other one involves being able to hear and listen. Um, I can't sing worth a damn, but I can tell you when somebody is off. You're sharp, you're flat. What key are you supposed to be in? Because you are not there. Why are you? What What is going on with this breath? Jessica Simpson. Jesus. I'm just saying. I feel like that was a good example. <laughs> but it's I can. That's why, like, example, like when Nikki was a judge or even when Ellen was a Granted, I don't understand why Ellen was a judge because she's not even a musician. But when they had American Idol judges who weren't singers, I understood why. Because you don't have to be able to sing to critique somebody else's singing. Especially somebody that's coming in front of you to be critiqued. And you can't pay to do it. I mean, I like halfway agree with that. I just feel like if I was competing in a singing competition, if that and if that was like the main, you know, if that was the main thing they focused on, then I would like to know that somebody who's going to be judging me or giving me critiques is someone that either knows what they're doing or someone that has been in the business long enough to, you know, you know, to give me that kind of critique. Like I, yeah, I feel like Nikki, people... Nikki was like one of the worst options you could have picked because Nikki would made it more about like hair and outfits or whatever. When you have somebody like Mariah Carey next to her, who's obviously lived, lives, breathes, eats, sleeps vocals. You know what I mean? Nikki, I feel like they, the, the footage that they showed, they, played up to different stereotypes but i think nikki actually was a good judge especially when we got to the the live shows and we got to see her give like you know more technical critiques and things but at the end of the day the people who are going to be consuming your music who are going to be buying your music who are going to be coming to your shows the vast majority of them cannot sing the vast majority of them do not know what they're doing but they can hear it they know that you sound good they know that you sound bad. They know your production sounds good. They know your production sounds bad. So having those kinds of people on the panel, it doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Now, if it's like the voice where you have to give me coaching and you're expected to give me coaching and help me do better. Now that's when it's like, I need somebody who knows what they're doing, but to be told, okay, this is good. This is bad. I don't need you to necessarily know what you're doing. I just need you to be able to hear. I mean, I agree, but at the same time, we got we still had Lumi D have a have a hit song that went number two or number three on the charts, and that girl was singing off key the because entire that song. was a bop. That definitely was a bop because uh, of the production. Exactly, but I think we all knew that nobody was walking around saying Lumi D the vocalist, and if they were, they were being facetious like I was. <laughs> They definitely weren't saying that, but I think like nobody as, was saying nobody was applauding her vocals. No, no. But as time went on and we went back to that song, you're like, something sounds a little off. Um, no, we knew the shit was off when it came out. It was bad, but it was about <laughs> like it knocked. It knocked. It made you want to wind your ass on somebody, man. It knocked. Listen, I will t- like 
Me and you by Cassie. The shit knocked. We all knew Cassie ain't had no supreme vocal abilities, but the song was a pop. Yeah, but me and you didn't sound as bad as. Oh, it didn't. The, it definitely, it definitely did. I mean, the video, the video was, uh, horrific. But <laughs> I'm not exactly well, for me sure. And you? Yeah, I think right. She was in like the dance studio trying to give us choreography. It was cute. Yeah, I I I prefer "Long Way to Go" because that's always been one of my favorite songs. Hey, that was a bop. That really was. Listen. And that Ditto was a cute little song, too. I remember listening to her album. That came out around the same time, like, I think Danny Kane and JoJo's second album. That was that was a good time for music. Um, That was 2015, somewhere 2015. That's when me and you came out. Wait, you said 2015? 2016. 2006. Ooh. I'm sorry. Woohoo! All right. This thing. Thankfully, you corrected yourself because I was going to say, Huey. I think you forgot a certain portion of your life. <laughs> it was either summer '05 or I think it was summer '05. It was definitely around that area. <laughs> it it definitely was in the you know early two thousands or mid, whatever you want to call it. Um. So yeah. So moving on, there is this. Viral yep, video. I'm smart. There we go. There's this viral video going around of a gender reveal with <sighs> the heterosexuals have law. Lo- they never had it, but <laughs> get them. So, yeah, you better so, get them before so, I do. So I'm hurt their feelings. So, you know what? So instead of maybe like popping a balloon or cutting a cake and seeing what color the cake is uh throwing a bomb or like a smoke bomb or something they decided to get a fake baby put a diaper on it and they put a penis on the baby a penis yeah they decided not not just like like, this 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 was just like a very dramatic size it was a dildo for for a baby doll it was a sex um, toy it was yeah and not only you know so once they revealed it obviously the father-to-be was very excited because they usually are when it's a boy um and then everyone proceeded to grab the penis i feel like that one lady was about to put it in her mouth i swear i felt like she was about to do that <laughs> it was disturbing to say the least and i just Very. i mean i always thought gender reveals were stupid period which is why you don't go to them um because i feel like it's just an excuse to get more uh gifts and it's just a waste of time i just feel like it's dumb anyway because that baby may be trans and then you won't be stupid looking dumb it is. It's very much uh, a projection on the parents and the family but you know that no one's ever really ready to have that conver- that kind of conversation. So, yeah, um, I just but I, feel I just like think... only only queer people think like that, and maybe a few of the heterosexuals are like, hmm, just because this baby has a penis, that don't does it mean he wants to be like his daddy? Doesn't matter. That he will be. Not even a matter of once. Listen, <sighs> I just be a girl. How about hashtag no more gender reveals? How about that? I we'll vote leave. for that. 
I okay. don't I don't care about your baby or the gender. I just care are they going to be well behaved? Exactly. Are they going to steal? <laughs> are they okay? <laughs> like, oh, are you going to teach them not to cuss around certain people? You know what I mean? Are you going yeah. to teach them good hygiene practices? Yeah, you know, I mean, are you going to teach them not to be bullies and and fight other kids in the schoolhouse? Like, I'm more concerned about the parent reveal. Like, how what kind of parent are you going to be? I like that because I think that's, that's going should... to determine whether or not I will be babysitting your rugrat. Well, or buying you anything for them because. If I can't trust you to be a good parent, I can't trust you with no gift cards. I might I might be nice and buy you some pampers and some wipes. Listen, and I'm not even going to get into the topic of godparents and that whole selection because that's a whole nother conversation for another day. And... I ain't buying you no lotions or nothing because you might use it on your adult ass and it's for the baby. <laughs> I don't trust you. I want a parent reveal party. I want some type of parent aptitude test party where y'all take a test and reveal your scores. Send in the number. That's what I want to see. Well, it'd be nice if you could figure out if you and your significant other have morals that are, you know, aligned well enough to actually raise a child. But I don't feel like people ever think about that. They just think like, I love him. Because half of them have babies by accident. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just... <laughs> you I'm are just not saying, wrong. Well, they're talking about gay people and, 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 and you know, childbirth and sex is to create life and half of the life y'all create are by accident. So shut the fuck up. Y'all not fucking with the intentions of having a kid. You fuck with the intention of getting a nut and you just so happen to get pregnant. Well, damn. I'm just gonna... All right. Um, Which little gender reveal parties? I think that's that on that. And I uh, want an intent to reveal. Was this baby intentional or was it an accident? (laughs) All right. Um, So we're getting a Harriet Tubman. um, I got it. Fucked up her name. We're getting a Harriet Tubman (laughs) movie. Uh, I think that Crystal deserves to be in that movie. She deserves some type of cameo. She definitely does. I think so. I, th- I agree. Period. Period. I mean, we already have Janelle Monet in there, and I know a lot of people. <sighs> and Cynthia Revo. Oh my gosh, I love her dearly. Yes. Um, but Crystal deserves. She like Crystal was robbed if she's not in that movie. She was robbed of a cameo. I mean, you never know. She might hit us with like a surprise cameo or something and then talk about it on the read afterwards. You never know. She should have been in the trailer. <laughs> it would it actually I mean, I if you guys don't know who Crystal is, she's, you know, if if you don't know who Crystal is, then that's I don't know why you're listening to this podcast because there would be no us if there were no Crystal. Um Crystal and Fury, Crystal and West. <laughs> she was on an episode of Drunk History where she was discussing the story.